Hi, welcome to Haven. This is a podcast that's a safe space for curiosity and conversation. I'm your host, Haven, and today I'm curious about what to do when you like your friend's ex. Help, I like my friend's ex. That is what one of my girlfriends said to me over lunch a couple months ago, where she was like, I have conflicting feelings. I want to have your take. Can you help me figure out what I should do here? And I talked her through a little bit. We kind of went back and forth excavating a little bit of the situation, but I thought she's not the first person to have this question. She's not going to be the last one. Uh, What would it look like to kind of explore it in an episode since we're already in this relationship series with season two? I thought it'd be really fitting. And I wanted to bring in a specific guest for the male perspective on it. So please welcome back my husband, Aaron Wheats. Hello. Thanks for coming from our bedroom to the couch for filming this. It's a long journey, but it's one of it's really worth. Thank you. We made it. <laughs> okay, so at first blush, what's your response when someone says first blush? <laughs> for, it's more like a it's not a blush to me. It's more like a red face, like red flag. <laughs> eh, eh, all the alarms are going off when you hear "help." I, I like my friend's ex. Yeah, it makes you feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> like, oh, this is going to be. It's like you can kind of see like the train wreck. <laughs> happening in slow motion in front of you in like multiple angles but yeah this is this is a toughie it's glad to be here for the the tough relationship conversations (laughs) the hard-hitting ones what would you say though if someone told you that um after i scream a little bit i'd probably say what do you like about him (laughs) or her i'm guessing it's a girl and guy well Oh. It can go either way, man. Now that I think about it, I've no other situations that are ex- almost exactly the same thing. And in those situations, ooh. did it ever pan out if they dated the ex? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, like it's not as messy depends, as we think. Then it depends on how long. Everything is context. Mm-hmm. So, my first um, little investigation would be on. How did what was the previous relationship and how did it end? Mm. And that will tell you a lot about maybe a potential future relationship. Wow, that's a good question. What are some other questions to be asked when you're faced with a scenario? Some other questions to be asked when facing this scenario. <laughs> you're just biding time by repeating yeah, it. Thinking, but it took so much energy to repeat that that <laughs> now I have nothing. Hold on. Oh my gosh. Do you want me to word it better? What's another question to ask? <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I still see, I'm seeing that train wreck happen, and I'm like, oh this is so tough. Um, I don't know. What about you? What would you ask? I would ask, how close are you with your friend? Like if you're casual acquaintances, maybe not a big deal. If it's like a lifelong childhood friend, if it's your best friend, like it gets a lot murky, the closer you are to your friend. And then my follow up question would be, how long did they date? How serious was it? Was your friend in love with them? Did you say I love you? Did you say I love you? Like those things. Or did you love it? Like not just say it. That feels very juvenile a little bit. Like did you, were you in love? Have you always been secretly harboring these feelings for them? And now that they're broken up, you're admitting it, but 
they were maybe always there the whole time. Do you think there's a dynamic of like, I mean, I don't know. I'm, it's so vague to me that I don't know the situation exactly, but the overall construct I do, but do you think there's any semblance of like, I really like my friend, like I'm with my friendship is so ingrained or intertwined or like I'm such a good, not such a good friend, but such a close friend. I admire this person so much. It's like, not that you want what they have Mm -hmm. kind of thing. There's a lot like on internally or what is your dating pattern? I'm asking my friend who says like, help. I like my friend's ex. What's your Mm -hmm. dating pattern? Do you go for unavailable people? Are you only interested in someone when someone else has them? Like, what's your pattern of why you're drawn to that scenario? Because even when I told um, this friend, I said there's 8 billion people in the world, almost. And about half-ish of them are men. So it's 4 billion men and one friend. Like, at the end of the day, choose your friend. Like, that part is one that's more important. But even though, as you mentioned, some people who've done this before, like it does work out. So like, what are the prerequisites? This one, they were close in friendship. So I don't, I wouldn't recommend someone you're super close with, but if it's like adjacent friends or acquaintances, I think that opens the playing field a little bit more where it's not as bad to date an ex. I think you're onto something with the whole like, um, inaccessible kind of thing. Like it's like some people play hard to get in that situation. It's like impossible to get you know without crossing a few lines and you know making some poor decisions um but also too depending on the history like you don't want someone who's like they're dating your friend and then they start flirting with you while they're dating your friend is that how the seed was born or is it just overall you know attraction Mm -hmm. thing like that's a whole other dynamic that's Again, very uncomfortable for me to talk about. (laughs) There are more detours of where you can go wrong than it can go right. That's for sure. So how does it go right? So how does it go right? What's the narrow path that is the path to love? (laughs) I think it goes right when you play the long game. Like things go wrong when you immediately are acting on these feelings and you're not thinking about it. Like if you are really meant to be with this person, then you can take your time and let your friend heal from her ex. Let her have some space. Like you don't have to immediately go into it. Just bide your time and then see if your own feelings pass. And they may. Now a quick pause to hear from my sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Efficient Aid. offers fractional virtual assistants whose sole purpose is to help people who are making a difference. Are you bogged down in your email and still managing your own calendar? Delegating those tasks to a high-caliber career assistant can free you up to utilize your time towards the areas of your best and highest use, allowing you to focus on the areas you truly thrive in. Learn more at EfficientAid.com. That's Efficient, A-I-D-E, dot com. Okay, back to the episode. Speaking from my experience, just when we started dating, um, friendship rules, like overall, and so... Maybe even with the, you know, the friend dynamic to the ex, you know, the person that you like, maybe there is a avenue of just like try to be friends with them too, instead of treat, you know, it's not like a commodity mm-hmm. or something. It's like now I have acquired this boyfriend or girlfriend and now I'm, I don't know, whatever you're looking for, yeah. you know, it's maybe 
a little bit more nuanced like what's the do they still talk mm. are they still friends are they cool if they are that's maybe a good situation where it's like oh yeah we just you know especially i don't know we dated so long ago i feel like some of the context of dating i just have i don't have to worry about that <laughs> thank god yeah but on the other level i know a lot of people who are dating or are trying to date or are failing at dating or you know, have successfully done it. But the uh, it's such a different world. I think uh, the older you get too, you know, you're like, is, it, is there anyone out there? Like, is this time? Am I past my prime? Mm -hmm. You know, like you're worried about all this stuff. But I think engaging in the friendship relationship thing is far better than like, Oh, he asked me out. Now we're together. You know, it's like mm -hmm. there's that like high school, middle school, like you're my girlfriend, you're my boyfriend thing mm -hmm. is like it kind of can happen. And the exclusivity is obviously a very good thing. Commitment. It shows that you're not like <laughs> a hound dog. <laughs> <laughs> I left it, that joke before I said it. Um, it's such an old reference, but yeah. I know. What else? What other advice would you give someone in that? situation i'd probably just ask them what's your end game is the end game something long term is the end game oh i just want to explore it and see which is kind of murky and is it worth ris risking the loss of a friendship over if it's something just casual i agree thank you i think it's very tricky relationships it is because it's also not black and white it's not like don't ever date your friend's ex clearly you've known of instances where it works mm-hmm how do you do it ethically, thoughtfully, honorably? I think you try and do it leading with the best foot possible, which I would think would start with a conversation with your friend. Yeah. I think it's where it starts. If you're going to explore it, I think you tell your friend, hey, this is going to be an uncomfortable conversation, but I care about you enough to tell you and to talk about it. And then see how it lands and allow your friend to be hurt by it if that's what happens. Like, don't force them to be okay with you trying this. Let them have their own feelings about it. And also be prepared if they are hurt. Okay. Are you going to still date him? Even if they're hurt? You know, if you're ever bored, there's a really great Studio Ghibli movie called Whisper of the Heart. And I put it on sometimes because it's very chill, very serene, city, Tokyo. And this girl... She's going about her high school life, trying to figure out what she wants to do what, when she graduates and what career she wants. And she's just like writing and all this stuff. This part of the story that's relevant is her friend is into this guy and the guy is into her. And it's like this, you know, unfortunate love triangle, love triangle situation. And is that what this is? Maybe. But if in, they broke in up, the, maybe not. In the context of the story, that's kind of an aspect that happens. So if you're. How does the movie end? I'm not going to spoil it. <laughs> how do okay? Then how do we land the plane of what what to do in that scenario? I think the point of the in that context in that movie, it's you see that kind of at work, and it's not you living through it, mm. you know, which is kind of nice sometimes to like. I don't know, even with books and films and reality TV shows, you see these dynamics of people sometimes making questionable decisions most of the time that's what adds to the drama one thing i think is interesting is the phrase of like you never do something out of character 
some being like, oh, that's so out of character of me. Like, I would never. It's actually impossible to do something out of character. It's always you. It's always your character. Because your character is who you are, right? Mm -hmm. So if you want to live as a person of character, then I think the cleanest way is to figure out your end game and see if it's worth it. And then talk to your friend and give them space to have their feelings about it and then decide what to do. I think those are just the most simplest of terms if you're going to explore it. And also take your time. Like just observe, be friends, give it space. It doesn't have to happen right now. I would echo to that, that you have to talk about it. To, to be the best version of yourself, to have the strongest character, to... I don't know. I think about this time in high school. Oh, this is cringe. Should I even share this? Please. It's cringe. I had a friend who dated this girl that I really liked. I didn't know her name. I saw her in the halls. I thought she was like, it was like Scott Pilgrim and Ramona Flowers situation. And if you don't know, Scott Pilgrim is pretty much the villain of that (laughs) movie because he's so awful and so... Uh, yeah, just anyway, it's a, I love that concept, but back to Aaron Wheat's version of Scott Pilgrim in high school, I dated this girl after they broke up and it was like that friendship really hurt. Like I, I kind of didn't talk to the guy as much after Ooh. that. And I saw that happening before my eyes like the train wreck i referenced was earlier it? that was maybe that was the train, wreck, your I own was train wreck just a flashback wow. was it worth dating her yeah see sometimes it's worth it the point of dating i think is f- helping figure out who you are who wh- what you're interested in who you're interested in what kind of person and i think you know at the end of that relationship i really uh learned a lot about myself i learned a lot about my fears and how i can screw things up by screwing things up there's interesting um like a failure you know like it mm-hmm. wasn't catastrophic but it you know it was like oh there's interesting that there's like lessons to be had even in messiness and even in failure that's the best word messy it was messy yeah but you did learn something mm-hmm. i think also what i hope and what i like about this podcast is there's no like one right way there's no like land the plane here here's the advice like it could be all over. Like even this conversation, we're just exploring the way we would, where it's like, how would you handle if you like someone's ex? You dated them. I would not date them. There's not like a right or wrong way. Yeah. What? Everything's context. Yeah. But I do think that you're right. What do you mean? Uh, don't do it. <laughs> Probably. No, I think. You just I, said you didn't regret it. What I think is talking about it shining light on it mm-hmm. making it, it it may feel awkward but like it's more awkward if you do it and don't talk about it yeah like that situation i was in i did not talk to my friend mm. i was just like they're over it's my turn <laughs> no <laughs> thank you next no, hold on. <laughs> like like i was kind of thinking like if they're over then fair game i could try yeah. You know, and then. And then it burned that friendship. So it, it is, it's back it. to the question of do you want to keep that friendship? And if so, how can you navigate it? Cool. Well. Cool. These are many episodes. So these are Best little shorties. Best of luck. 
actually, I followed up with her going to this episode. I was like, can I just have your permission? I'll remove names. It is a her. And I said, how did it turn out? Like, what did you do? She goes, you said one thing that changed the game for me. She said that um, I told her you only get so many childhood friends in this lifetime. And this, her friend was, was a particular childhood friend. Oh yeah. And she was like, um, so that changes the dynamic to have a, a friend for that long. Yeah. Too. The longevity matters. Twist though. She did say that she kind of explored it and the guy sucked and both she and her friend dodged a bullet. So she took the advice and didn't. (laughs) But I think that's the fun in these little mini episodes is just let's pull the thread of the sweater until it's dismantled in a big pile of yarn. So what once was a question is now just for you to decide. And I'd be interested to see in how where the listeners land on it. So you can email hello at havenpod.com if you have an experience. I'd be very interested to hear if it worked or if it didn't work and you also had a train wreck like Aaron said he experienced. Other than that, I also have a monthly newsletter now. You can go to havenpod.com to sign up for that. And hey, maybe we'll explore if one of you had put an entry here of whether it did or didn't work out, but there is some specific content only for people on the newsletter. So please sign up. You can also like follow, subscribe on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok at Haven, the podcast. Feel free to share this podcast as well with your friends and family on whatever platform you're listening to, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. Um, I do want to get this to grow. I wanted to get it out there. So my request is that you pass it along to someone and then you can talk about it too and get their take. So until next week, thanks so much for listening and I'll see you then.